Yeah, I'll just be recording anyway. Okay. So, so you are really promoting intercultural dialogue. Uh, yeah, diversity, dialogue, and more of just showcasing people that, hey, look, the world is safe. That's yeah. basic mission, right? People are so scared to travel now. They'll be like, like any country you think of, they'll be like, oh, this country has this, we shouldn't travel here. Yeah. So we just want to be like, no, the world is safe and there's nothing wrong to travel. Do you think I can travel safely in Pakistan? Yeah, Pakistan is really safe. I mean, like, so that was the biggest misconception. And I can showcase you, you solo female travelers. Yes, I've been in Pakistan in 2006, but yeah. since then I thought it was dangerous. No, no, it's but changed a lot. They've uh, The government has actually done a lot of work to promote safety and actually if you want there's a there's a female traveler itself she she goes with her motorbike all around pakistan and she's made a lot of film and content around that and pakistan has actually and this year actually i think it was rated number one by Condé Nast. i think i'm not sure yeah but pakistan is really nice to travel they're very friendly i mean of course there are some suggested places that you might want to avoid yeah but people have said even those places are fine but most of the places the government has taken initiative to make it safe mm -hmm. to camp and also a lot of people have been solo traveling around Pakistan these days great yeah so to start with what was your childhood like my childhood yeah I come from Holland yeah I know that which one. is a very small country yeah and very populated yeah it's almost as populated as Bangladesh yeah and very similar to Bangladesh, there it is um, on the bottom of many rivers. Okay. So it's very fertile ground. Okay. And so it feeds many people, so there are many people. Okay. So, um, but it's very flat. And it's like one big city and so many highways. So I don't like it <laughs> at all. And like many other Dutch people, I left. And, <clears throat> but my childhood was very good. Okay. My parents love each other, no conflict. No, nothing. I have two sisters, also yeah. very nice. Okay. I have a very enchanted childhood. Okay. And so um, I tell this often because um, people make the similarity with the boy from Into the Wild. Okay. Who goes to live in the wilderness because he hates his parents, okay. hates his sister or whatever, and uh, <laughs> want to get away from society. And I'm not like this. Okay. And like, which part do you think really got you into this life? Like maybe like, you know, always there is something in childhood, like, you know, maybe like for me, the, the part where it could have been like, maybe the cartoons inspired me to, I mean, in a way, like what cartoons did you watch? Anything that really inspired you? Oh yeah, yes, yes, you're right. Uh, uh, we used to read a book about this girl in Norway who okay. lived in the winter in a castle and in okay. the summer in the wild okay. with her boyfriend. Yeah, she lived in a cave near the bears and okay. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. But I realized what? this is fiction. Okay. Yeah. And Never did I think I would do, live <laughs> like this. Mind you, in New Zealand, there's no dangerous animals. It's yeah. not dangerous, very safe. Yeah. There's no um, snake or spider, nothing. Oh, that's in Australia. <laughs> Yeah, so Australia is very dangerous. So you didn't you didn't camp in Australia, I suppose. Oh uh, yes, we did actually. Yeah. Last year. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and we saw no snake. Oh. Amazing. We did see crocodiles, but they're also harmless. Maybe it's just like a lot of stereotype, you know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's not so much. Like maybe just one. I mean, a few, and then those videos become very popular. Yeah. That's interesting. So. And so, like, how did you, what did you study that you went to Zimbabwe for one year? Like, did you study social yeah. studies or? No, study physical education. Okay, and in Zimbabwe, what were you doing? Teaching. 
teaching physical education or yeah. oh interesting so you were oh yeah you were uh, training for uh, i forgot what the sport was called yeah pole vaulting for oh, holding a lot of research yeah, yeah, yeah. so so for that reason you were studying physical education to become a teacher for that no i could have done that anyway um no when they were good in sport they say you should become teacher oh i like that yeah. <laughs> society is pressure yeah and because it's the only subject i liked in school okay english was my worst subject <laughs> And uh, so I'm very proud. I now wrote a book in English. But aside from that, um, yeah, they say you're good in sports, so you become teacher. Okay. So, so you originally wrote the book in Dutch, right? Yeah. No, English. English. Okay. And somebody so you... else translated into Dutch. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I mean. Yeah. And so you so, and uh, what was I going to ask? So you went New Zealand, and then after one year, you didn't like it, or you, it was just a one-year volunteer work project in, in Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. Yeah, I didn't like it. Okay, and then you went to travel to India for a break. Then I went to India, and I felt most free in my life. And I travelled for five months in India, and oh. then I met Peter, who's okay. not my husband. This is 14 years ago. This is. So how did you finance like five months of travel? Like, how did I find five months of travel? You finance, yeah. How did you finance? Finance. Um, I was spending very, very little. Very little. Huh? So only eat when the local people eat. Okay. I was spending at the time maybe. Yeah, Indian food is cheap. Fifty or hundred rupees a day. Oh, okay. That's still uh, yeah. That's very less. No, it's inflated, right? But um, fourteen years 50, ago. Fifty rupees. You can still manage. Fifty to hundred. Yeah, you can still manage in India. But yeah, not so easy now. But like yeah, when you went 2006, I think 2006. Yeah. Okay, yeah. This is like two euro a day, so it's not too much. I had saved some money and yeah. Okay, but like from working in Zimbabwe, you wouldn't have earned much, no, right? No, no, indeed. Uh, no, from the time before, and from. I save all my pocket money. Okay. I never spend anything. Okay, so yeah. My parents give my money for clothing and this. Oh, so you didn't buy clothes. I never bought anything. Okay. That's... And then my sisters, they spend all their pocket money and they had to work. Okay. In the weekend. Okay. To spend more. Okay, yeah. And I never worked, and I never um, spent. This is the story of my life. That's good. I mean, like, I mean, I'm also trying to do that. Like, I mean, I I don't like to buy things. Like, my mom is always like, you need to wear more clothes. You need to have. I I can't see too many things at home. It's just just uh, disturbs my head. Like. No. If you want to buy more, you have to work more. Yeah, exactly. And if you work more, that's the time of your life going past. It's okay if you love your job, but most people don't. Yeah. No, but so I just I don't even like seeing a lot of things at home. Like I just want to see few things that I'll use, and the rest yeah. does not need There's to be there. The it's just boring, yeah. Yeah, I have no love for for anything. It's just material. Okay, yeah. and and from there, like from India, like how did um. So then I met Peter. Yeah. And then the real adventure started. So Peter is from New Zealand. Yeah. And he used to be university professor. Yeah. And uh, he looked through the window and thought, "This is not life. Out there, it's life." So he sold everything and went with one little backpack to live in India. And he still has that. I remember he saved thirty thousand euros, right? He still has that thirty thousand. Hundred thousand he had. He sold his house. Okay. Hundred thousand New Zealand dollars. Okay, but this is like sixty thousand euros. Yeah, sixty. Oh yeah, sixty thousand. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then he invested that on six percent and got hundred dollars a week. This oh. is like sixty euro a week. Oh, so okay. This is a lot in India. Yeah. So he can save that. In okay, India. so he's See? still so that kind of just yeah. like okay, oh, you know, that's nice. That's how he lived. So he said also he was like me. 
Okay. Also spending very little. Also, the only person who eats in local restaurant. Okay. Because all the other tourists, they go to tourist restaurant and they spend twelve times the price. Yeah, it's not even. Worth it's not even it. good. Yeah. Not the good food. Yeah. I think what happens with tourists is like they're scared to eat in Indian like local restaurants because they think they'll fall sick. Yeah. Yeah. But the opposite is true. Yeah. Because they in tourist restaurants they keep the fish longer or doesn't yeah. not so much turnover. Yeah, 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 exactly. You need to go on the street food. There's a lot of turnover where you see the people cooking. Exactly. That's a good point actually. I didn't, yeah. I didn't think of that. Yeah. Now they get sick in a tourist restaurant. You can't see the kitchen. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so Peter was exactly the same there and he said to me you can live without working okay. if you live simple which yeah. I already did so and then of course he's right you can live without working as long as you don't pay rent yeah. mortgage or like hotel yeah so if you can sleep for free which I think should be your birthright yeah and then you don't need to work so much or you can live very cheaply of savings if you have a little investment yeah, I mean, like a lot of people like I don't think of that. Like people are just like earning more to spend more. Yeah, and a lot of people here in Dubai, I ask everyone, are you saving every cent? They said no, actually not. I'm actually spending. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I want to go back to my country, but yeah. not yet. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. Yeah. Yeah, this is terrible because they, that's what, going past. Yeah, and then they have this retirement plan. It's like okay, I'll work for so long and then I'll retire. Yeah. When you can actually live what you want right now and and a lot of people are like starting to live like that if you've heard of digital nomads yeah yeah so people are actually starting to move away and they're just like finding some cheap place to stay in in Indonesia yeah, exactly. Thailand that's and then already they better but still are you heard oh, I've never seen them but they spend a lot of time behind the computer yeah, yeah, yeah. in a nice place but still yeah, yeah they have to work a lot 10 hours a day they are behind the computer so they're still working but have you heard of fire financially independent retire early no F-I-R-E. Now I use fire bank account but I don't know what's fire <laughs> oh I mean that's it fire bank for from Ireland and UK maybe financially independent retire early no I don't think it's that oh I don't know because it's a it's a bank that allows us to because we have registered in Ireland, so it allows us to operate from there. Huh. I didn't know fire final. And do you miss any part of Netherlands like the bike? I mean, I think it's a popular thing in Netherlands, right? Riding the bike. Oh, but a bike is good in Holland. Okay. But if I don't need a bike in New Zealand because it's all yeah. Mountain. But you don't miss riding the bike. No. No. If there's one thing you miss about that part of life, what could it be? Um, I think humor is very cultural. Yeah. So I laugh about things that New Zealand people are not laughing about. Yeah, I know. With my, I have a Dutch friend who's from who studies in Maastricht, and yeah. and yeah, she never gets my jokes. She's like, oh, are you serious? <laughs> like, like I'm sometimes I'm joking. So like sometimes I joke about marriage because in India, in India, uh, early marriage is a thing. She's like, yeah, are you really getting married? So it's a joke in India because everyone gets married early. So she's so so there's a lot of jokes that she doesn't get. She doesn't get, and then she might laugh about things. Yeah, yeah, and I'm fun. like, what is this going? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if I meet her, I would laugh about the same thing. So yeah. uh, humor is so cultural. Yeah. And with my husband Peter, he's not laughing about the same thing. Yeah. If you see something on the internet for comedy, yeah, he laughing, laughing, laughing. <laughs> it's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> He was, I, yeah, I didn't realize that until I started traveling a lot. Like, like, okay, fine, it's something very different, like, 
I mean, especially at least I think I think European culture is very like at least uh, Indian culture is little mixed with American because Indians consume a lot of American media. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, at least the current generation they consume a lot of American media. Yeah. So that way we are a little mixed with American humor. Yeah. But um, and like so so now you guys are. In New Zealand, or are you still moving around? Right, and now at the moment I'm writing my second book, okay. which is a sequel on the first one. Okay. So the first one is about six years in the wilderness in New Zealand. Yeah. Second book is about what happened after. So we went, uh, we left New Zealand Bulgaria, and we went right? to, uh, yeah, to um, Western Europe. We started walking in France, then into Switzerland, Germany, and Austria. Then it was so bad weather that after three months in 1,000 kilometer, okay. we took the bus to Bulgaria. Okay. Then we walked another 1,000 kilometer in Bulgaria and Turkey. Oh, okay. So the book is about that. And then we went to Australia. Okay. So we drove around there, very, very boring. Okay. And then went to New Zealand. But your husband has a New Zealand passport, right? Yeah, he's New Zealander. So, so is there like there's some thing, right? He can stay only for 90 days in Europe. You, did you finish it in 90 days, I think? Um, yeah, but New Zealanders have a visa waiver. Okay, so there's no 90-day thing either? No, oh. I think, and he is married to me. Okay. And so if he register, he can stay longer. Okay. Yeah. That's nice. And so... so How did you know Bulgaria? Have you seen Ben Fogel? Huh? Have you seen the movie? No, no. I, I read, uh, I don't know which article I read, but in one of them it said you were in Bulgaria. Oh, The Guardian. Ah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, English. Yeah, The Guardian newspaper. So you guys met them in Bulgaria? Yeah. Oh, okay. And the picture is from Germany. Okay. Two weeks later we went to Bulgaria because it was so bad weather, they took the bus. Okay. And then the journalist came to Bulgaria. My, actually one of our... One of my teammates is from Bulgaria, so yeah? so we have actually been trying to do some films over there as well. Nice. Yeah, yeah. so our team is... From the city or from she's the from, mountain? I think she's from Sofia, I'm not too sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. I love Bulgarian. No, not too many. Yeah. Five million only in the whole world. Yeah, yeah. Bulgaria is not too populated. No. I think it's... We love little, the mountain there. Yeah. Rodopi. Oh, yeah. I have to go there because I mean now it's easy to go from here as well. It's direct flight. Do you know where is Bulgaria? Yeah, it's next to Turkey. It's connected to Turkey, and then above they have Serbia, and next to Bulgaria, I think. I don't know what's there on this side. This side is Turkey. Then yeah. up is Serbia. No, not Serbia. Yeah, Serbia. Romania is north of it. Romania is north of it. Yeah. But there's Serbia connected. Serbia is uh, west of it, and what's west. south of it? South of it isn't it the Black Sea? No, um, just north of Turkey is the Black Sea. Yeah, so Turkey, so there's, I know Bulgaria is connected to the sea in some way, wait. Yeah, the Black Sea, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so on down is... Oh yeah. And south of it is Greece. But it's not connected, is it? Yeah. It is? Okay, I think, yeah. <laughs> see? <laughs> see? Okay, yeah, see, Serbia is down. Serbia, Romania. There's Turkey and then there's Greece. Yeah, you, you know. I, I always did it like this. Okay, you are like this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, you you is like this. That's why. Okay. So there's okay. I always look like like this. Oh, like okay. south is Greece. Okay. But depends how you. Yeah, I guess this is north. Yeah. yeah. So north is Romania, then Black Sea, and, and there is Turkey. Stuff. But you already know more than anybody I met. 
Nobody knows uh, Bulgaria is uh, next to Turkey. Oh no, I mean of course I because so our the whole thing that we're doing is focused around these places that people don't know about. Yeah. And people yeah, have misconceptions so about, about yeah, and you East know Europe. Yeah, Eastern Everybody Europe. Is afraid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People think they're gonna get kidnapped. I'm like, yeah. no, it's not. So so that was our whole mission behind this, but yeah. I mean, it's a long journey ahead, but and that's why I've been. So Bulgaria is part of our focus. Yeah. So we walked all through Bulgaria, and people say, "Oh, very dangerous." Yeah, 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 yeah. You get robbed. Kidnapped. But the opposite is true. So yeah. nice people. Yeah. Same with. Uh, same with. Uh, I mean, I've seen so many videos on Pakistan. I mean, I haven't been there, but like, same is true. Like, they're so kind to people. They're so like, you know, because what happens is often these places don't get visitors. And when they get visitors, they're very excited. Yeah, they're very excited. Exactly. They're like, yeah. whoa. Are you still recording? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah, and they get, um, they're so happy to see um, business. Yeah, exactly. Tourists. Yeah. And the opposite is true if they see too many tourists, then become. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It becomes annoying. Yeah. It, it's like, like, you know, like in now Western Europe, I think a lot of no. places people are complaining about over tourism. Like Prague, people hate tourists. In Prague? Yeah. Yeah, we just see too many, maybe. Yeah, and, yeah, and Thailand I, and then. And I've heard because in Prague they do a mess, like they do stack parties and they do a mess and they leave. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so I've heard of that. I mean, I, I don't. And uh, so that's why over tourism is a problem, at the same time, under tourism is a problem. But, like, what could happen if tourism increases in underdeveloped countries is that it could actually directly impact communities, like. Like especially in, uh, like I was talking to this tour guide in, uh, in uh, I think it's based in Uganda, mm -hmm. and uh, basically he was talking about how, when he he gets more, you know, he's able to do more in his business, mm -hmm. he's able to help his community reintegrate, like uh, because he came out of a refugee camp, yeah, and now he's helping people in his community reintegrate, and then also, you know, helping them in employment and all of that. So. So that's kind of the side of tourism that can help as well. If, what about your favorite country so far? Like Bulgaria. Ad, Bulgaria. Be, a, be more than New Zealand. Oh, New Zealand also. New Zealand but Bulgaria, if we had no expectations for Bulgaria, and okay. when you arrive, it's okay. very, very yeah. ugly. Okay. And slowly we warm up, and everyone says, "Oh, Bulgaria, ugly." Okay. But maybe because of that, we like it extra. Okay. Uh, but the mountains are very nice, and the villages and the village people. But of course, New Zealand is fantastic for nature, okay. wild places. Yeah, and and like so, so you guys camped in New Zealand for one or been more than. So you guys will be camping back in New Zealand right now, yeah? Right now we are in a little hut because okay. I'm writing the second book. Oh, okay. So we need electricity. Okay. So uh, how were you writing before you were... For like, the first book you mean? Yeah. Yeah, so um, the story was that I... We went to town and we stayed with a friend. Okay. And the friend said, why don't you write down one day in your life? Oh, okay. So I wrote down on her computer one day in our life. I sent it to a magazine okay. called Mind Food and they took it. Okay. And they paid me five hundred dollars for it. And I was super happy. That's good. I mean yeah. like I mean I don't know how much you're supposed to be paid, but I feel like that's good. Yeah, I thought uh, you get paid nothing. But five hundred dollars, very good. And then a publisher read this article. Okay. And she contacted me saying, Do you want to um, write a book? Okay. And then I said, Well, I don't know how to write a book, I only took, uh, wrote two pages and already took me one month. And um, then um, she says, yeah, just try. 
And I said, okay, I'll, I will try that. But, of course, we had no house, no electricity. Okay, yeah. So one time I went hitchhiking to town to buy flour and rice and other supplies. Okay. And just to say something to the driver, uh, she said, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm going to write a book. <laughs> but we don't have a house and no electricity. So she said, okay, come to my farm. Okay. You can stay in my little hut. Okay. Uh, an extra, you know, little house and with electricity, but no hot water. Okay. And no shower. Okay. No, no problem. It was winter. <laughs> so we stayed there for free. Okay. Because that's our rule. <laughs> uh, for five months. And in the five months, I was typing because a friend gave me his laptop. Okay. Yeah. To borrow. So there was no, like, that's like, that's an interesting story. There's no fancy, you know, like, no fancy background in writing or there was no, like, you know, fancy laptop. It was just a random. Yeah, just left on we had no internet. Yeah, okay. And, and I put on the USB every month and then I went to the hitchhike to the town, which okay. is very far away. Okay. And then sent to my publisher. Okay. To oh, I have a new chapter, here it go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, on the so I go to the library and find a computer and then And sent. in five months your book was ready. Yeah. Manuscript was ready. And the year after the book was ready. Yeah, then of course, they, I don't know, I'm not sure how the publishers work. They have editing and all that. Yeah, little editing, not too much luckily. And then translations. Okay. So it's been translated Translation, into the publisher did it or someone yeah. else? The publisher organized everything. Oh, okay. So they have agent in every country. Okay, okay. And um, translated into Dutch, German, French and, and Chinese. Mandarin, yeah, yeah. That's nice. And Turkish yeah. as well, if I'm not wrong. No, I almost got there, but not quite. I but saw, I made a little movie in Turkish. I kind of saw, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, I thought. I was uh, hoping to get Turkish. Okay. In Bulgarian, also did. I make a promotion video in the language. Okay. But yeah, of course, I mean, publishers have to meet, reach certain targets, so they wouldn't yeah. be interested in smaller populations. Yeah. Then, uh, if I had uh, one more question, like, what if you had like one superpower or one, like, you could change some aspect of the world? What yeah. would it be? Um, we've been talking a lot about plastic these days. Okay. So if they could take out plastic. Okay, like just remove plastic from this world. Yeah. It's difficult because then we don't have oil anymore either. <laughs> How so come oil and plastic? Plastic is a byproduct of oil. So that's why we have so much of it. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So then, then it's all a shift to solar panels yeah. and all the rest of it. But um, yeah, it's just terrible. My friend was saying that he is a photographer. Okay. And he was photographing uh, a turtle in the water in the oh, sea. Oh, I've seen the, I've seen yeah. the, I've seen. There was this one video I saw about um, those. It was by UN, WHO, and then there was this researcher. She basically researches birds and their migration, something. Yeah. And they opened up one bird, and it and had so, so much plastic. It had more than. Like it, like its body is this small, and it had so much plastic. Like it was all over the table. Yeah. It's scary to watch. Yeah, and they, yeah, and even here they give the all the water in bottles. Yeah, they shouldn't. And I said, I don't want a bottle. I just need the water back, and I fill up. No, yeah, and then they put the yeah, <laughs> they put the bottle, the water bottle in my bottle. Here, there you go. Yeah, I mean, that's something really, like, I mean, at least water is something that you can easily, like, I mean, at least that's one thing good about Europe, you can just drink from the tap. Yeah. That's one thing Most good. Most places, some of those not taste so good, but yeah. Yeah, 
Yeah. Another thing uh, what we talk about, I think it's a good topic, um, that if people work, they should save all their money and not waste it, even yeah. though it's yeah. not nice because they want to enjoy themselves on the weekend. Yeah. But it's better to have another job in the weekend and work more and then stop after one year and then yeah. save all your money and be very careful with money. Yeah. I think I think it's just uh, like the nature of how social media has transformed lives. Like people, I mean maybe not everyone, I'm not saying about everyone, but a lot of people, at least in my generation, I see that a lot of people are influenced by social media. Like they want to make sure that their social media is active and they can show yeah. people that you know, they're having a good time and sometimes they might be having a good time, I'm not saying that. But like social media is, I don't think you're on Instagram or any social no. media, nothing. It would be kind of strange, the woman in the wilderness posting every day on, the, <laughs> on Instagram. Update. <laughs> <laughs> no, in the wilderness we live completely without, without any machine. internet, nothing. Yeah, and I discovered if I have, um, would have ele- electricity, machines and internet, and social media, then I'm not connected to the nature. Yeah, exactly. I think because people say, how does it feel to be disconnected? Yeah, exactly. So I am connected. <laughs> yeah, into people, into the nature. And but the more we are on the internet, the yeah. more disconnected. Yeah, we get more distracted. And this happens like even when we are like in the nature, sometimes we are just busy taking pictures and not looking. Yeah. Like sometimes the moment passes by and you don't get to see how beautiful nature is. And yeah. And, and like there's the effect of on the um, machine also, because if I am in the nature without anything, yeah. I look at the beauty. Yeah. The moment I have a telephone or a camera, yeah. I also become exa- immediately click click click. Yeah, click, yeah, yeah. Click. Oh, nice. Yeah, true. Yeah. You know, I and, don't and even the, look at the. And there's so screen. many photos that people will be taking that they won't even be looking at. Yeah, that's the reason why I give up my camera. I went to India with my camera. Okay. I made thousands of pictures. Okay. And in the end, who want to look at them? Yeah. Nobody. Exactly. Yeah. And like, and you don't miss, uh, I mean, you don't miss family, friends, or like when you're in the wilderness? No, actually in the wilderness, it's so full and so full, yeah, that I don't miss anything. Like, so you just, you just have, I mean, have a lot of animals walking around. Like is it like uh, I mean so quick question? No, like, not so much. Is it like a okay? It's, it's not so many animals, right? No. Okay. You're lucky to see any animals. Uh, yeah, because I've heard that like I mean I've been to a few national parks, and I've heard that uh, nas- in animals move away when they s- notice humans. Yeah. And I heard you do something to kind of take away their scent, your scent from them. What did that do? You avoid scent by going up. Up the tree. Yeah, you avoid uh, animals detecting you? Yeah, if I climb in the tree in the first branch, the wind goes underneath. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so they don't get your scent. Okay, so the scent is from the wind then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because, because I was in this... How did you know that? No, it was there in your... I don't know which story it was. Huh? In my talk on Thursday, maybe I mentioned it? No, no, I wasn't here actually. Oh. So basically my friend met you. He was a volunteer, I think. And he got your email. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So how was yeah. the conference? So it's over, right? It was the last two days? Or? Yeah, we just have a big party tonight. Oh, okay. That sounds not too... I don't think it's of your interest or... I don't know. Yeah, um, very much in my interest because after that, I might not see another party for one year. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, but my problem is if I have one alcohol glass, okay. I'm already drunk. Okay. Yeah, if you're not but e- luckily I have no hangover because my body is quite strong and fit. Okay, and healthy, that's so that's not good. so much effect. 
That's good. So you fly tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning I'll fly. Back to New Zealand. 17 hours. Yeah. Oh, that's a long flight. Yeah. Do you like, so you don't like flying that much now that you've not been flying so often, right? Like it must be... And this is business class. Okay. Honestly, <laughs> I do not know I'm in an airplane. It's not oh, it's hotel. Emirates business class. Yeah. Oh. I lay down, <laughs> have something to eat, and go to the bar. You would not know you're okay. in an airplane. Okay, Emirates business class, yeah, okay. Yeah. Even Emirates economy is pretty good actually, but yeah. business class is something, yeah. yeah. I haven't experienced it. But when I came uh, in the airplane, to here, huh? I was thinking I don't deserve the business class. Okay. Some maybe upstairs an old lady who is uh, in pain because of sitting. Okay. I should give my bed to the old lady. Okay. I felt very guilty. <laughs> then behind me was an empty seat. Yeah. Then I thought, oh, why can't they give the lady yeah, the empty seat? They should. Seat? I mean, like if there's an empty seat, they should always. Yeah. But I don't know the policies. Yeah. Wait, let me see. I had some questions. If I'm missing out. Okay, this is an interesting thing. So apparently you fixed dandruff using urine. Yes. How did you because think of that? Because I had dandruff uh, and then uh, I was, Peter said, you're scratching all the time in the night. I said, oh yeah? He said, let me have a look. He said, you're dandruff. Oh, we don't have any head and shoulders or nothing to yeah. cure this. And then Peter said, oh, I read in a book that uh, the Inuit people or Eskimos, they use morning urine from the women. Okay. To cure. They have he's written that somewhere. He said you should try. Okay. So I peed in the tin. Okay. Wet my hair first. Put the urine on my head. Waited 20 minutes. Okay. Very stinky. <laughs> then uh, I wash it out and put soap again. Okay. And I skewer. And what about water? Like drinking water from the lake? Was it? It's not dirty with sand or something? No, purest water in the world. So we drink out of every lake, every river, everything. And nothing, I mean, what about the, I mean, there's always some sand or, I mean, because, you know, no. nothing? No sand at all. Because um, New Zealand's very rocky. Okay. So all the sand oh. is already washed down and oh. ended up in the beach. Oh, so it's all rocky. Yeah. Okay. Big rocks like this. I've never and all the sand washed away. Oh. Yeah. And yeah, because I because I, I mean I heard that even you you only felt sick once you started interacting with humans. Yeah, they give us a cold like me now. I'm even coughing now. Okay, so you're kind of not used to this yeah, environment. Yeah, Corona. I've got the Corona. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but Corona. Yeah, doctor said I've got Corona. <laughs> so no, it's, it's a little scary. What's happening? Like I mean. Yeah, very scary. Up I mean, like they shut down the whole the whole town. I mean, like. I don't know what's happening to the people over there, like, you know, probably, yeah. yeah, they can't work, they can't go to school, food, they have to, I think, deliveries only, and I feel sad for the kids, because it's going to affect their... But the father, we don't understand, because only, how many people died? 800? No, not too many, actually, I think it's... In India, every day, people, 800 yeah. kids die of dysentery. Yeah, it's not too many people that have died, actually. No. So that's why I even what's the problem? and uh, that's why I didn't get the over panic part. But maybe they say it's kind of yeah. There's stay. more people dying in the traffic. Yeah. And then all <laughs> thousand times more. More people dying of sugar as well. Yeah. <laughs> sugar nope. is much more deadly than Corona. So that I don't understand, but I'll be glad when I come to New Zealand with nothing. So so when you're in New Zealand, uh, no one can uh, reach out to you. Like, when and I mean, not in, like when, yeah, in the wilderness. Yeah, no, nothing. We don't have any machine, no um, 
outreach, they call that inreach. Sorry. Okay. Uh, no so how did because. people find, like I saw you did a lot of interviews in between. So it was always when you were in your break or? Yeah, so we go to town, I go to the library. Okay. I found a computer, which is difficult these days. Okay. They say, yeah, Wi-Fi is in the air. Okay. No, no, I need a computer. <laughs> Uh, and then I look and look at my in email, okay. and then I find an, em okay. an email with, do you want to come to Dubai? Okay. Dubai? Okay. Or Hong Kong? I've been to Hong Kong. Yeah. So this is very exciting. Oh, so it's like just randomly, okay. That's nice, I mean. Yeah. But, but then they give me a telephone recently, six months I have this now. Okay. And then they send me an email, and they say, can you write an article? Uh, sorry, deadline is tomorrow. <laughs> And I think, well, I'm so dependent on the telephone now. Yeah. Then the, if I didn't see the message, I wouldn't have been too late. To here, come here. Yeah, or, to, or I did uh, 12 interviews for Dubai. Okay. Yeah, and, and articles and interviews. Okay. Yeah, it's amazing how much they uh, rely on me reading it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, that's what I, even, I I thought. I mean, I thought you'd be busy and you'd probably be flying around. And I thought you replied fast. I was like surprised. Yeah. <laughs> I was like surprised actually. I was like, I thought we'd have. And to use my WhatsApp. <laughs> and I thought we'd have to schedule an online interview. But then I realized you can't schedule an online interview <laughs> because you'll be in the wild. Yeah. And yeah. But actually, now until April we are in the hub. Okay. So yeah, I can send you pictures. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, Wednesday, yeah. And April. April. And uh, and if there was one thing you'd want to like tell people about, like you know, if they wanted to, if this, let's say, if someone wants to experience it for like a short time, you know, I mean, of course, not everyone is as brave to just leave everything and go. But let's say someone mm -hmm. wants to experience living in the wild for one week or two weeks or a month, what would you like best? or guide be like okay you know best place to go and what are the best what are the few things that they need to prepare before going out to go in the world uh, well it all depends where you're gonna go huh New Zealand I mean let's say ideally as you said New Zealand is the best place to yeah whenever you go into the mountains you have to take very warm clothes and clothes for rain okay because otherwise you die <laughs> any moment the, the weather can change okay and become like hail and snow and so you have to bring very warm clothes, as in wool. Okay. Wool, wool, wool. And, and then a raincoat for when it suddenly... Because uh, if you get wet, you get cold. Okay. And then you die, hypothermia. So that for a starter. Um, I would always bring matches. Okay. But if somebody wants to experience something real, then they should not organize a walking trip. Okay. And walk from A to B, which is what most people do. Okay. It's also good, but it's even more interesting to go up a valley when nobody is, no yeah. track, nothing, and just live there for a few days, okay. even three days, and you will see how different this is with yeah. nothing to do. Yeah. Imagine you go and sit near the river, yeah. and you got your matches yeah. and some food, and you have nothing to do. Yeah. No, just I, look at like forest bathing. Yeah. No, that happened to me when we went to this place in Ras Al Khaimah. It's another emirate in Dubai, UAE, yeah. and there was no cellular, like no no, no cellular, no no. We had our phones, yeah. but there was no reception, oh, no, no signal, and so we were all forced to leave our phones, and that's when we, like, we actually started to, you know, I started to think about what I'm doing, and like, oh, we yeah. started to think about things, right? Like, you don't have, you can't do anything on your phone. Yeah. So the first time you do some con contemplation about yeah, uh, yeah. the meaning of life and this, yeah. Yeah. So so. Yeah, I, I think this is good. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Without um, device. 
yeah that would do it and you then because you have nothing else to do you may as well talk to other people yeah exactly yeah. so we started talking to like i mean you know often what would happen is like even if we went for like a family trip or something yeah. most of us would be on our phones yeah we'd be like okay you know we're still all around but we still be on our phones even while we're eating and everything yeah. but this was and it. i think this is uh, very tragic if somebody dies yeah and then you think oh if only i spend more time with the person yeah exactly I'll be on the phone all the time. yeah exactly sometimes we don't realize how much time we have with yeah. um with each other and like and uh, what was i going to say and what about like you know when it comes to like you said it rains and all i mean how do you save all of your things with a tent like the tent might just fly off or oh we have very good tent okay very best tent ever so um before it start raining we oh. quickly put up the tent okay and then we go in the tent so we always want to keep dry okay so the, the tent we don't have to go anywhere so oh yeah makes sense you don't have yeah. to get get ready for some it. people they have to they plan their walking trip okay. monday we're going to walk 20 kilometers tuesday okay. 25 kilometers all this yeah what if it's raining yeah Um, they have no option because they already planned it. Yeah. Then they have to walk in the rain, yeah. and then they get cold. And then they get hypothermia. Then they die. So you cannot plan too much in the um, in the mountains. It's okay. best to not. And in New Zealand, the weather gets bad too. Yeah, very quickly. Oh. And then it start to uh, rain so much that the river comes up, flooding river. Okay. Then you cannot cross the river. Okay. But people panic because they have to be on the work <laughs> yeah. Monday morning, okay. and they cross anyway and die. What so cross many as die. in they cross they walk through the water oh okay what where There's do no they bridge. have to be where do they have to be i didn't get you oh they want they they plan to make a walking trip okay when sometimes you have to walk through the water normally the water come to here okay no problem okay and then the rain comes and the river floods suddenly okay. the water come to here okay and they still want to go through oh, and then okay. they get washed away oh so what is the place called you said warak Okay, walk. No, no. no. Walk. The oh. water? Okay, so it's what is the cross cross the water? Okay, is it a specific place that's called? No. Okay, it's just okay, just the lakes you mean that start flooding in general. Yeah, everything starts flooding or oh, rain okay. in the mountains. In the beginning, nothing happens because the forest drinks all the water. Okay. And then the forest had enough and then the rivers come out. Flooding. Oh. But that's good too. I didn't know tents would be like so strong to prevent like water. I thought tents would like tents start leaking in there. Yeah, no, yeah, a little no. bit. Uh, perfectly good. Yeah. But we have many uh, rope. Okay. It comes with a tent. Okay, with a hook. Yeah. Looks like 25. Oh, okay, ropes. yeah. And I put it against uh tied on the tree. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine because even the the guy we met Tom, he's also doing that like he's he basically camps most of the places. is camped yeah. in the desert in the snow yeah so if you have a tent you're free yeah so what i said before if you you can live without paying rent or hotel just like get a tent yeah one tent and you can live and pitch a tent anywhere and go you go in the forest in the park even if there is a park in dubai and <laughs> no, uh, it's not legal here to you can yeah but nobody sees you so we walk through switzerland okay the fine for wild camping is 10000 euro okay or 10000 swiss francs maybe because it's in, they don't have euros in switzerland. yeah it's about the same yeah it's the same close to yeah yeah so it's a lot of money 10000 that's a lot but and we were scared in the beginning okay but nobody saw us because they don't they, they're not going to look around 
because they trust that nobody is camping anyway. Yeah. So every night we camped in the forest and no one ever saw us and we never paid for camping. Really? Otherwise I think, I don't know if Switzerland has camping grounds. Maybe, but we avoided them. We don't want to go there. <laughs> you don't want to pay. Oh, uh, why pay yeah, to put the tent on the grass? Yeah, exactly. There's so much space around. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. I mean, Romania is very known for... Um, Romania is like open camping. Is yeah, and Bulgaria also. Yeah. You can camp wherever you like and light a fire wherever you like. The policemen say, tell this to us. Yeah? yeah. Oh, okay. Very good. It's like heaven. And have you faced any... I mean, I don't think any you have... Other, did you face challenges with language in places? In Turkey, you might have faced. Yeah, they don't speak any English in Bulgaria also, no? Okay, so well, we have to learn some. So I wrote down uh, maybe 10 words. Okay. It's amazing how much you can say and repeat those 10 words. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like a short sentence, like, I come from New Zealand. Uh, we have lived in the wilderness. Um, yeah, just a short sentence like that, and I can repeat those over and over. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Ten. So, yeah. but like, because I know in Turkey no one speaks English at all. Yeah. I'm like, like even even in the main city, like I'm, I was surprised. I was like, I thought in the main city at least they'll speak, but no yeah. one speaks. Like they're like no. Not only Turkish. So I learn all these. Every country I learn some. It's yeah. quite good fun. Yeah, Turkish. I learned a little bit of Turkish. I still remember a few words. Kunaydin, Merhaba, Kunaydin, E. Kechiler, I don't know how to pronounce that. Ekmek. Nesilsin. Nesilsin, how are you? Then, Malisa, sorry. I forgot actually, I knew a few things here and there. Yeah. Yeah. Bread is Ekmek. Ekmek, yeah, and. Sui is water. Yeah, so I always go hitchhiking. So we are walking, following a trail, okay. and when we're out of food, I hitchhike to the nearest uh, village, okay. and hitchhike back, and then uh, we have more food, and then we continue. But you trail. always have to carry currency with you if you're going to small towns, or you card works? Yep. No, only currency. We take out uh, money from the ATM, okay. and like then? a big amount, and then we use the... Okay, but in the, in the local currency? Yep. Okay. Master, because... Like a friend of mine, uh, not friend, I mean like I met this guy who doesn't use any internet for traveling and all. Oh yeah? So he just, he uses offline maps, he has this small phone. Yeah. And he went to this uh, town and he was like, uh, they had no ATM, they had nothing. And I couldn't, and they, they I don't know, he said, he said they didn't even have stores to buy anything from. And he was basically volunteering at a school and yeah, he said, so in Romania, I think there are a lot of places that are still like very not much, not very connected with. The yeah, but when I only has the, have this phone since six months. Okay. So we walked yeah. all through Europe with without map. telephone. With maps or like with like. Um. A yeah. When map? we come to yeah physical map, we come to a new country, we go to the bookshop and buy map. Okay, buy a map of that country. Well, of the route, so okay. very detailed map. Okay. Oh, okay. And then we get currency. So we got money and the map. What else do you need? And we got tent and all that. So we come to the place we want to sleep, fetch a tent. And that's it. Light a fire, eat, and And how about you use a compass to find direction or? No, just follow the map. It's a walking trail. Okay. Okay, so it's. And they got like markers, like this way, this way, this way. Okay. Very easy. 
I don't know. I'm so used to using Google Maps that I can't think of using an offline map. Like, yeah, like, like yeah. I mean, I'm so you like. You can't use an offline. I don't. And it's still on the offline. You mean still on the offline? No, no. Even I mean even by offline, I, I can't use that. I mean. You can't use a paper map. Yeah. I mean, how do you? How do you know where you are? Which side? Yeah. yeah. Which side you are? Where you are? Yes, indeed. I think this is a common problem in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's something yeah. like it's it's. It's a, it's a little bad that we are so dependent. Yeah, because if the telephone breaks down, or you can't charge it. Yeah, no, I have been like it has been problem. Like my phone dies out. Yeah. And then uh, like sometimes I'm just like, oh shit, where do I go now? Yeah, nice. I don't remember. And you don't even know where you are. Yeah, this I, I don't remember where this happened, but once I think my phone died out. Yeah. And I was just I just remembered. Okay, fine. Maybe this is the bus to take. And luckily, I got back. Yeah, you know this happens because you're so dependent. You like you, you want to find which bus to take, which yeah, which station to go, just from everything on the phone. Yeah, and we found this very complicated. So we just walk. We yeah. don't even look at the bus. At the bus, we look in the on our map. We know we are here. We're gonna walk there. Five kilometers. Take one hour. No problem. Yeah, this is easier than for us taking a bus or taxi. Or yeah, no. the, that costs money. I usually try to walk, but not as much as you do. <laughs> you guys do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it gives a lot of confidence to just that you. We know we walked five thousand kilometer in three years. Okay, that's. So wherever we are, we can walk out out of the city, and this gives a lot of confidence. Yeah, I mean it's yeah it's very. I mean it does and saves so much money, and at the same time you have that physical activity. You don't have. Yeah, to so you become super fit. Yeah. You have no uh, environmental footprint. Yeah. Good for the nature. And uh, I save a lot of money. And uh, what about uh, so food? You guys said you hunt animals and in New Zealand, but I did not have a hunting permit in Europe. Oh, so you need a hunting permit? Yeah, but I didn't have it. Uh, you have to be resident of the country. Okay, so yeah, it's very complicated. So you guys used to have to buy from the supermarket. Yeah, but we did find a lot, lots of berries and fruit and nuts and okay. yeah, many, many in Europe. Yeah, but yeah. not in New Zealand. In New Zealand, is only wild animals. A okay. little bit of berries. Oh, so you bought, found berries on the, in the forest and. The yeah, in oh, Europe, okay. many, many, many. Oh, I've never. It's fantastic. So if you're walking through, you can almost live off uh, eating fruit. Oh, okay. In the right season, of course. Yeah. That's interesting. I didn't know because I, I know. I mean, berries. I thought berries was more. Blackberries. Uh, raspberries. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Romania, yeah. Okay. Bulgaria. Yeah. And uh, France also. Everywhere. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and uh, what about like you know? You have, do you still? Uh, how often do you get to in communicate with your sisters or parents? Well, now that I, we're in a hut with internet nearby, we okay. have to walk two kilometers to internet. But still, we do this every day. So every day. But um. When we're walking, once a week. Okay, so you still keep in touch. That's good, actually. Yeah, Very but good. when we're in New Zealand, sometimes once in three months. Okay. Yeah. And now I write letters. You write letters. In New Zealand, oh. I write letters on pen and paper. Okay. And when we see another hunter, I quickly give the letter. Okay. And I put the letter in the envelope. Stamp is already on it. You just need to put it in the postbox. Postbox. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. And then my parents open the envelope, and what do they smell? Smoke. <laughs> Everything smells of smoke. My hair, all the clothing, everything. Sleeping bag, tent, and the pen and paper. 
Okay. Because we sit around the fire every day. Okay. Okay, to keep yourself warm. But doesn't uh, eating? Yeah, for cooking. Cooking, okay. And in the winter for keeping warm, yeah. Okay. And like, oh, but you use mat. But uh, do you actually do like the rock thing, or is it just in movies? Just the movies. Yeah, we choose uh, matches, and this is already difficult enough if it's raining or dead. Yeah, like I've seen this. Yeah, this would take hours and hours and hours. You'd be mad. <laughs> like they do it like this and push. Yeah. We have our backup. We have a flint. Okay. If in case the matches get wet, okay. we do this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, matches do get wet and then they stop working easily. Yeah, yeah. yeah very dangerous. So we always have backup matches and backup and backup. And also fire lighters. Okay. You know those white little things. Okay. They stink like petrol. Okay. Very easy. We but, love them. Okay, lighters, yeah. yeah. And like, what's the um, like? If you had um, for you, is the goal to continue this way, or is like there's another goal you have? Like you know, maybe is there a? I think we would like to go back to Bulgaria okay. and uh, look around there. And now that I've been in Dubai. I am thinking maybe we would like a country like Oman. Yeah, Oman is nice for camping actually. Yeah, or even just live in a village or just a different culture. Yeah. Because we feel completely free. We don't have to live in the wilderness. We can yeah. do anything we like. I mean, if you are thinking of Arab world camping, like in the, the Jordan is pretty interesting. Yeah. Jordan yeah, is pretty yeah. interesting. Then you know Oman is of course very interesting. Oman, there are some really nice places. Mm-hmm. Oman, there are these places where like I've heard like. You know, they're the, in the. I think this is in New Zealand as well. In the sea, there's yeah. a blue glitter kind of a shine that comes up. Yeah? Yeah, in one place in Oman. I don't know exactly oh, where wow. it is. No, I haven't seen it. So it's very popular. Uh, it's, it's a neon. I, I mean, if I have. I don't know if I have internet here. I'll show you. It's basically what happens is it's in the water and you, you tap and it starts to glow. It's like. Mm-hmm. It's called uh, bioluminescent, I think. Huh. Let me see if I have internet. The Wi-Fi connects. Oh, it's working. Okay, the Wi-Fi works. Yep. Let me show you. I just got to tell. Oh, my okay. friend is waiting at five o'clock. Oh, okay. I'm a bit late. I think we should be done soon, but yeah. Okay. See, look at this. I think, yeah, it is, uh, apparently it's some kind of uh, bacteria. Oh, wow. Yeah. Of course, it's not very clear on the picture, but you can imagine. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've seen this on the movie once. Yeah, so, it's okay. so it's there in Oman too, apparently. And, yeah, so Oman is interesting. I don't know how camping, I think in Jordan there are a lot of places you can camp. Yeah. In UAE, camping, not too sure. Very, it's very regulated here, so it's it's a small country, so a lot of places it's not allowed to open camp at least. Mm-hmm. Like they'll have these um, camping spots, or I mean, of course, if you say you can stay at, you know, holiday homes and stuff like that, but camping is not a thing here. Yeah. 
but you know middle east will be arab countries will be interesting yeah we just love to see the different culture yeah then you should like the thing what we don't like is western culture we yeah. like the indian culture and arab culture yeah then you should like i mean because if you haven't been here then it's definitely interesting places yep. to see and then there's also of course there's one which is interesting is also the southeast asia but now there's so much of yeah so much of things happening so now is not yeah. the right time yeah but but definitely we like to walk through countries because you go slow and as we said in the beginning yeah everybody treats you very well because yeah. you are yeah. very vulnerable yeah you, you should, are dependent yeah, on kind people definitely you should like listen to his he's also he's doing that as well he's just walking all around the world yeah tom and uh, i think that's about it from my yeah. side but one more question maybe let I me check another interview at five. okay i think Mm. No, I mean that was kind of it. But which cartoons did you watch in childhood? Never any cartoon. Oh, there was no cartoons at the time, or it was not too common there. No. No. Oh, my parents were against television. Oh, okay. We were not allowed to watch cartoon. Only like the children news. Okay, but like, what was your like? What was your uh, parents' uh, like lifestyle like that day? Is there was there any part of your parenting that influenced? Yeah, no sugar, no television, okay, no, no Coca-Cola. Okay, no sugar part I like. Yeah. <laughs> no. We Coke. were allowed to eat raisins. Okay. That was it? And my mother used to bake bread and used to make um, vegetarian. Oh, okay. So and that's why you were vegetarian. That's why you were vegetarian yeah. before you entered the wilderness. Yeah. But it wasn't it different like changing from vegetarian for so long to becoming a meat eater yeah no problem actually no my body was no problem no and my hair became a lot thicker okay the fingernails became thicker and stronger okay well, i know that dutch stronger. food is a little uh, bland and uh, boiled and oh yeah especially compared to indian food yeah yeah it's not too much flavor because i was like i was just talking to my dutch friend and i said she's a close friend and you know she was just telling about dutch food i was like yeah, that's the dutch Most food yeah. i was like Yeah. Very boring. So that's yeah. why a lot of Dutch people start going around. Yeah. And love Indian food. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Okay, if you have more questions, don't yeah. hesitate to Definitely. email. Definitely. Nice uh, having me met you. I want to just take a picture because this uh, Yes. Uh, let me just uh, one second. Let me ask someone.